Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to the Church Planner Podcast. Before we started today, wanted to tell you about a really special opportunity. Our friends at the Micro Church Conference put on by Brave Future, um, happening April 18th through the 20th in Kansas City. This is for all of you who are wondering what is a new kind of paradigm for missional church planting and church multiplication through smaller expressions of church, what they call rediscovering the smaller way. It's happening April 18th through the 20th. Kansas City is being hosted by Kansas City Underground. It's going to be a great weekend. And they've given us four free registrations to give away. Normally the price is $90, but we will get you into the conference for free. We have four of those. What you can do to enter is go on our Instagram at Church Planter Podcast. And there you'll find um, a, a DM button. Click that DM button. Send us a DM with your email on it and your name and where you serve. So email, name, where you serve, and you'll be entered to win one of four micro church conference registrations. You just get yourself to Kansas City and uh, you can be there and learn a ton from our friends at Brave Futures. Hope you enjoy the show today. The illustrious Jabba bids you welcome. <laughs> I'm going to regret this. I'm Pete Mitchell. He's Peyton Jones. And this is the Church Planner Podcast, brought to you by Church Planner Magazine. The streamers get a little little bit extra, don't they? Hey, Church Planner, this is Pete Mitchell. And this is Peyton Jones. And yes, it just started <laughs> with Peyton going, well, the streamers get a little bit extra, don't they? <laughs> we should we should charge like a premium service. Do you ever see podcasts where they're like, oh yeah, if you support my Patreon, you get access to the pre-show. Hey, look at how white I'm getting. Wow, how'd you do that? <laughs> new toys remember when you and i used to we used to get like really high profile guests back when there wasn't that many podcasters around so people would like come on our podcast and uh we'd have like all these crazy hats and stuff just rewatch that scene on facebook live because there's a delay and it's hilarious i was really funny you don't know what happened i was I was adjusting the light levels because I'm really red when I don't have my, my main lights on me. And uh, so then I made myself go really red. And I look like a little devil with my white patch, my white soul you patch. Did. Oh, my gosh. That was great. You did. You were impish even. Impish. I like being impish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've been other things, but some, you, could, you could do impish if you want. I'm sorry. So what were you saying about Patreon and something you okay oh you were watching that when it happened I remember was. when when yeah. we first started and podcasting wasn't that big and so you and i would be on here and we'd have some big name guests and we'd be hanging out and we were doing it on google hangout remember and then they would come in and like you and i would have like big dr seuss hats on and like weird beards floating around and, i do yeah I big do. giant star sunglasses and the guy would come on and we'd be like oh, oh, oh and like turn it off and yeah. we used to ask like do you do you you and I would talk and we'd be like, Hey, do you think our guests would like put those hats on for the whole interview? Even though it's because it was podcast, no one was going to see it, but we used to goof off like that. And I, I yeah, I, I did. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Well, you know, great story. Thanks for being down memory lane, but good uh, times. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, what's new in your life, man? Well, it's an afternoon podcast. So whenever it's an afternoon podcast, we miss a beat. They're never good. I, th- I think my exact prayer before this was, Lord, you know, afternoon podcasts always suck. So please annoy us and fill us right. I mean, that that was my my actual prayer. You did. You I did. did. Yeah. We should start live streaming the prayer too, huh? <laughs> no pressure, man. I I I I can't I can't I can't pee when. Um, never mind. I can pee next to anybody. You have to be a <laughs> long time listener to know that story. I mean, we're coming around. We're almost at 400. I think we're like four or five episodes away. Yeah, dude, we got a, we, we had a rad plan for that. Didn't we say we we're going to do like an online party or something? 
oh, you did say something like that, yeah. didn't you? But then that yeah. means, uh, Pete, here's what I want you to do. So it, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. It does. Because hey, Pete so ain't Pete, doing it. Pete, I need you to do this. Hey, we could set up with Google. I'll, I'll set up my Zoom account. We'll do it on oh, my Zoom account. Wow, you're fantastic. That's I, all. Dude, I, I can do some technology now. You know, I pivoted. <laughs> I pivoted. <laughs> I, I always feel like... Uh, you know, like uh, right now, people are, are so funny about when they do things. Like they should get a little sticker that says, I pivoted. Like when you vote, right? Like everything you do right now, I, I pivoted. I voted. I actually was working on a, uh, a training session that I'm releasing on Monday to a bunch of real estate agents. And you were thinking about that when and I was talking. And I used talking. the word pivoted in it. And I was like, hey, that's a, that's a popular word right now. We pivoted. We pivoted. Except yeah, I didn't, you're not. I didn't, I didn't use the past tense version. I just said pivot. So pivot. I was talking to Daniel Yang, uh, who works with Ed Stetzer, and he says they are not allowed to use the word pivot anymore. They, they should be allowed it. to use the word Ed. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> you can refer to him as Mr. Stetzer, <laughs> Mr. Pivot, or Bob, but you can't call him Ed. There's no. He use could be the Mr. Word pivot. Ed. He could be Mr. Pivot. That could be a superhero name. Super like Pivot. It. Super Pivot. And his his powers are pivoting. Hey, hey, not just a hat rack. There's a reason we don't normally do the podcast in the afternoon, guys. Right. And you're listening to it right now. You are. And I've had one cup of coffee today, which makes it worse. One to my normal three. I uh, I stopped drinking the, the the blessed nectar of the gods about a month or two ago. Did you really? Because you were drinking a black probably by then. Well, yeah. I mean, I put almond milk in it and the kind without sugar. Ah, and it curdles. No. See, this is what you learn on an afternoon podcast is that Pete obviously buys the kind of almond milk that does not curdle. It does not and curdle. How would it curdle? It's I not feel like we milk. just. I just feel you need to shut this whole stream down right now. We just need to like do this tomorrow and be like, "Sorry, everybody, we failed." Today. You know, to be honest, that's not a half bad idea because we are not good in the afternoon. We're just not, dude. But I don't have morning. But we've time got either. more live viewers right now than we've ever had. There's like five. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's funny. So. uh just so you know, when, when Pete gives numbers, they're never right. No, actually, it does say five right now. I know, but mo- most people, mine says two. Like, it's just me and you, but I, I guess that's on our Zoom. Call. I'm looking at Facebook. See, I don't, I don't understand technology. So, uh, but most people talk up their numbers. Pete always talks down our numbers. He always says, you know, eh, we have two listeners. <laughs> Uh, but you can still pay me $500 an episode, Mr. Sponsor, because those two listeners, they represent a lot of buyers. I know. We're so dumb for not getting sponsorship. That's just ridiculous. Well, it's not that we're dumb for not getting it. It's that we're lazy for not getting it. Uh, pretty much. We yeah. know we should get it. But aren't lazy people kind of dumb? No. No. I am incredibly lazy. <laughs> not dumb. Not dumb at all. <laughs> If you do say so yourself. I am a, not a stupid guy. <laughs> oh, I dude, I still got nothing right now. lazy guy you ever met in your life. Podcast listeners, we're sorry. Let's just get to the topic, shall we? Because uh, I have been all day. Yeah, I've been going since 7 a.m. today. So. Oh, did you have to work today? Oh, did dude. You I need a little, a little pat on the back. Oh, I have, I have major Zoom fatigue. Now, that's funny. The Zoom fatigue thing, I keep hearing pastors complain about Zoom fatigue. <laughs> and I keep cracking up. Like, what would Paul say? Like, I can oh, yeah. honestly tell you, you and I travel in two different circles. Do we? I've never had the phrase. I've heard so many pastors say they have a Zoom fatigue. We are in different circles. But. I'm just on Facebook, man. I just, I hear, I see people posting about it. And here's the thing, the Zoom fatigue, I, it cracks me up when I hear it because I always think the same thing, same response you had. This is why we're friends. Oh, are you tired? Did, are you tired of using your eyeballs? <laughs> Was that too much for you? <laughs> I just 
picture Paul going, oh, you poor baby. You know, I just got beaten today. You know, yeah, know uh, right. oh, oh, you know, I haven't uh, eaten for two died. days. I just died. I don't even know if I went to the third <laughs> heaven or what, but, you know. Uh, but your eyeballs hurt from watching a, a screen. Oh, yeah, I had okay. a, I had a crowd throw a bunch of rocks at me until I was dead, and then they put a giant one on my head. But you know, I went back. I mean, talk about you know, I would say I had stoning fatigue, but uh, but I went back. You know, you do what you can. You know, so oh, uh, no. But seriously, <laughs> what's been going on in your life? What have you been doing, dude? Like, okay, so you guys know I work for Exponential. Have I even talked about that on here Wait all a the time? exponential i'm trying to remember who they are <laughs> yes you've mentioned it. dude they're doing some pretty dang amazing stuff so that has been really cool i'm enjoying that but uh my house is getting built i mean i'm boring right now dude like yeah you are i mean there's not there's not a lot i mean if you want to see the exciting stuff just look at exponentials page and we'll see all the cool stuff they're doing and to be honest like i am i am actually honored to be a part of what God is going to do through these guys in future. It is cool, you know. So that's cool. I yeah, they're they're they they're cooking up a lot of cool stuff. We built this thing called the Hub as well, which is like a, um, it, it's you, almost too good to be true. You clearly didn't name it. No, I did not. Because you would have called it Jump School. Oh, I don't even Jump know School what it Central. Is. We would have called it Jump School Central Platform, um, and then hashtag Sealand. You know, because it's a small platform. But what in afternoon podcast? I'm trying, dude. I, and I really want to hear the rest of the story. Yeah. So what it is a virtual online? It's like an online conference We're up center to ten live viewers. <laughs> so it's like up an eight, online. Eight. It jumped to eight. Sorry. So it's like it's like an off. <laughs> you scared two off. So it's like an online conference Six. center. We're losing them left and right. Oh. Oh, they, 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 yeah. So you got to talk about your zoom fatigue. If you want to keep the, that caliber of listener, that's all I'm saying. You, you just got to talk about how you're so tired from using your eyeballs. So, uh, so anyways, what it is, it's like a map of a conference center and, um, they basically created like a virtual conference, but the coolest part about it is leading up to it. They've got all these different speakers coming in and you get to interact with them. You do webinars with them. You do, coaching calls with them. And that's almost every day. And I like, to be honest, like it's no extra cost to your ticket. This isn't a commercial. Um, but they just, they have really created something amazing. And these speakers are, you know, you're talking with Dave Ferguson, Ralph Moore, um, you know, some of the other local regional leaders up in Boise. Do I get to wear like a 3d visor or something? No, no. See, we haven't brought that in. We have not brought any like party hats in, but I did rock the the Millennium Falcon background today oh, on my nice. webinar. Yeah, I hosted one because I had a bunch of boxes. I'm moving my office yet again, so I have uh, all these boxes behind me, and I was like, oh, I'll I'll do this." So that's why that's still on. You seen all my backgrounds? Uh, no, I've never actually seen any backgrounds until today. That's my favorite. Luke on the Tauntaun in the background. Yeah, I think that's good. This one actually moves. It's Ooh. Northern Lights. Kind of cool. You this got a fancy one, computer. I can't do that on my. This one just makes you look like you're not working. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll totally check the Wayness. You know? And then the that's if the Wayness, the weekly, uh, it's something about the weekly, you know, average hey, set. Let's, let's leave the Wayness out of this. All I'm yeah. saying is you don't want to know the acronym for the annual um, report. <laughs> you almost paid your trip. Wow. Out. That was going to be a mess. <laughs> and that's not even a joke. That is for real. All right. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, Rebel Base, um, Destruction of the Empire, old Death Star. So it's kind of like you got, you know, Death Star as it was, Death Star as it is. And then... Uh, and here I'm I not wearing a Star Wars shirt today. Today I got uh, Marvel. Oh, dude, that's a nice shirt. Target. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, heck yeah. Uh, yeah, man. $12. They have the best shirts sir. I'm telling you. And then you go to Walmart, and it's just not the same. Jamie finally was able to go shopping this week because she's a big shopper, right? And uh, probably because Father's Day is coming up, she was like, yeah, I was looking at these T-shirts, and I almost picked up a Top Gun one for you. 
but it was $58. I'm like, $58? I can get three t-shirts at Target for that. Where did she see a $58 t-shirt? Wow. You're not supposed to let her go to those places, Pete. Are you kidding? She's been locked up for three months. I'm like, go, go. (laughs) Here's Here's some money. (laughs) Take it. That's fun. Oh, if you live in a free state and have been able to get out, you don't know how good you got it. We're still in commie California and it's locked up. Do you notice it? It looks like I've had a motorcycle accident on my head. Like part of my skull's gone. You notice that? Yeah, but it's always looked like that. <laughs> right now you're sporting a little cone head look. No, I look like the guy on uh, on like Sloth on uh, the Goonies. Chunk! Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, because he's do. got that kind of oblong, weird, chunky, pieces missing kind of head. You know, I almost bought on Amazon a T-shirt that I knew you would have liked. I'd have to like wait and wear it when we do the podcast, but it's uh Batman with the old school emblem from yeah. the movies when we were growing up. Yeah. Well, high school. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great. That was a good, the first two of those were incredible. Uh, the first one was good. The second one was okay. My and favorite. then they went downhill big time. The second is my favorite. Okay. Oh my so gosh. to date, my family in quarantine, we've watched all of the Marvel movies Except nice. for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That one. That's the only one I have watched with my child. That one I won't watch with my kid, which is why I don't watch it. Well, so I. I, I don't want to okay. explain he's going around trying to impregnate. Right. I, I was like, I'm not right? watching that with my kids. So, so check this out. I'm, I'm at the Christian school, mine, and one of the dads goes, Oh, yeah. Uh, I, t- I took so and so to. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And the daughter's like, yeah, it was awesome. And Liberty goes, can we go, Dad? And I go, sure, babe. Because I'm thinking, yeah, he took his daughter. Yeah, I might have been in the doghouse a little bit for that. Yeah, that's why I haven't watched that one with my kids. I did something better than Peyton. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. something. Oh, yeah. So We're like we the reverse the- negative. That's the only Marvel movie that my, my child has seen. We've watched all the, the Marvel movies, except for that one. We watched all the Star Wars movies. Um, then we went back and watched Fantastic Four. We watched the first two, so the reboot. Which one? Well, the ones that came out in 2000, the 2000s. Oh, why did you watch that? Because you I shouldn't need have watched that. I need something to watch with the kids. You shouldn't have watched that. So we did two of those. We didn't do the third one, the one that just got rebooted like a few years ago because that one's really bad. Right. Right now we're watching Green Lantern. And then I think we're going to do Wonder Woman. That's and, an awesome movie. Yeah, that's a good one. And um, what else? Uh, I was thinking about watching uh, Daredevil, but the version that they did, it looks like I you're looking around the Death Star. Like, do that Dude, again. Turn around. I'm, and- I'm trying to figure out. I think I got to close that window behind me because my head's it's bothering me. And then it looks like I have spider webs on my ears. So look it. Well, why don't you magic. stop with the background and then no problem? I guess. Let me see. Will that work? Yeah, I guess it will. Yeah. No, see? <laughs> it still does it to my head. My head's disappearing for those of you listening to the podcast. This, Half my head is missing. This podcast gets better and better. I'm Seven like a campfire in. ghost story. Do, 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 do. Oh, my chip. I had to ruin it. All right. Sorry. This is not good. This is not good. Afternoon podcast. Sorry, guys. It's a slow drive to work for some of you today. <laughs> Wait, they get to go to work? Hey, count your blessings, Zoom fatiguers. Yeah, no kidding, right? So uh, what were we talking about? I don't know. I was talking about movies. Oh, yeah. All yeah. Movies. So, okay. So Green Lantern. No, I love that Daredevil. Not That's Daredevil. a great um, film. What's the what's the movie where he wears the red? Yeah, it's Daredevil. No, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Daredevil is yeah. the other guy that and Electra is in it. No, yeah. not that one. He no, with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Shazam? No, oh. Ryan Reynolds. What did? He, what's the name of that? You movie? did not watch that with your kids. You no, did not watch Deadpool. Deadpool. You did not watch that with no. your kids. No, but they got the Christmas version of it, which is the cleaned up version. Because whatever I did better than you, it's all been undone. You're going to hell. 
<laughs> no, you remember they came out with one at Christmas time and it was a PG 13 version and they no, cut I out didn't all see of the that. bad stuff. And no, then it's like, it's Ryan Reynolds as, uh, as uh, Deadpool. Right. And he's talking to uh, the guy that, man, what's his name? He's basically turning into the Princess Bride. Okay, we're going to read this book together. And he's got uh, right. Fred Savage, like, right. rope tied to his bed because it's Daredevil. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to read you this story. And I was talking to someone, and they saw it. And they go, yeah, it flows a little awkward because they had to cut out so many parts oh. to get it to the to the PG-13. That's hilarious. But, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yeah, they did one. I remember seeing that, wondering what it was. Like Once Upon a Christmas or something like that. that so Green Lantern. Yeah. So you all need to do yourself this favor. We're, we're watching it right now. We're a quarter of the way through it. Green Lantern? Yeah. yeah. That was a bad movie. Oh, yeah, it was. I'm such a DC fan, and I just... I can't. I'm not. I'm a Marvel guy all the way. Yeah, you know, I like Marvel. And I like the Avengers before. So Captain America and the Hulk have always been my favorite, right? Favorite Marvel. See, and I like Wolverine. I, for me, it was, yeah. For me, it was always Wolverine. I'm much right. more of an X-Men guy than anything else. So that yeah. was, I told my wife, I go, hey, why don't we start X-Men? And, you know, go back to the beginning there and start watching those. Yeah, so so I like, I like the... Um, I, I like Marvel. You know, I grew up during that. And then time. the original I mean, Spider-Man's we're going to go back oh, to Spider-Man. So cool. Old Spider-Man was amazing. Like when I was growing up, Spider-Man was awesome. And then they I did. Couldn't, this weird- I couldn't watch comics or read comic books growing up. When I was growing up, all I got was a comic of Paul. Like they had taken the apostle Paul and put him in like military fatigues. And it's like right. modern day Paul. That was my comic book. So when we were growing up, um, pastors don't do that to your kids. I'm just yeah, saying it right don't now. Don't do that. So, or you'll get a peat. You'll get a peat. Boy, it, you don't want a peat. <laughs> <laughs> we raise, uh, anyways. I, if this were a morning, I, I would have nailed that comeback right there, and I couldn't even get it out. So, are you anyways, still talking? I am. And, Great, uh, Scott. It's time for this week's yeah, topic. Let's yeah, get down it to the nitty gritty. <laughs> Okay, so like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. Are we talking about a sensitive topic now? We are. I feel like I, I need coffee. I was afraid we were going there. Did, do you ever find yourself wishing you had a robot, like a real robot who would go do things and it wouldn't hurt their feelings and you tell them, like, go get me coffee? With people, you know, but I, I tell real people to go do things for me, and I still no, don't feel bad. You Is gotta that bad? see, yeah, that's antisocial behavior. But I, I worry sometimes, like you know, because if I ask my daughter, I think, oh, you know, you she look gonna like one a day- Star Wars character when you tilt your head just right and it's missing part of it. I know, I know. I, I need a new background, though. Oh, no, no good. Nope, honey, I shrunk the kids. These are the ones that come stock with Zoom. I, I got to show you how to do this. You have these. No, I, I my go computer's not these. strong enough to do it. Are, are you serious? Not, yeah. Oh. It so keeps I got, telling me, I got, oh, you, you need a XYZ computer to be able to do this. <laughs> going and it, laughs it actually laughs at me. Oh, really? This one's good. I like this one. Still like Luca on the Tauntaun. Can we okay. get off the backgrounds? Yeah. yeah. Back to the yeah. subject. Back, back to the sub. You see to call this one the one about the backgrounds. Hey, I haven't posted it to Libsyn yet, so it just might get that title. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's talk about what's going on in America, Pete. What's going on? Uh, well, first, I'd like to say, what is going on in America? <laughs> Did you hear about the uh, oh, man? I can't even remember the name of it, but it's this place in Seattle that Antifa has taken over, and they're not letting. No, anyone. In, yeah, no, there's they're they're tr- it's not in the news like they don't want anyone to like talk about this. So you have to find articles. Um, they are extorting all the businesses that that work there. Really? They're extorting people who live there. Oh, you want to pass through to get to your home? You got to pay us. The cops aren't even bothering to go to it. And they've seceded from the nation. How how does how does anyone not look at Antifa and go, that is the real fascist behavior right there? 
there's been a re-education going on in America, oh clearly. I mean, that is the that is the behavior that if any politician acted like that, we would call it fascism. Yeah. Did you see that meme of uh, Donald Trump holding the Bible in front of the church and he gets struck by lightning? <laughs> no. And it's, no. It's like these different stages. The Bible burns up and then you just end and you see him standing there all burnt. I thought that was pretty funny. Are you serious? That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, it's been really weird. You know, I, I think that right now, just I've tuned out of media, to be honest, like there are times I get sucked in, like I'll, I'll, I'll start getting sucked into the, the videos of rioters and looters. And that, that's not good for anybody. I don't think, um, you know, you and I have talked, I mean, I, I, I was an early supporter of Black Lives Matters, um, you know, before it was it, cool. Before it was cool, I was hipster about it. But, um, you know, it was something that I felt, yeah, you know, it's a good cause. We need, I, I do get a little annoyed. I mean, I'm glad that there's been a turnaround, but it, it always annoys me when people stand up when it's safe to stand up. Um, that's, that's, that's great, Noah. I mean, I do think that change is coming. I think there's a new wind blowing on on this issue i do think it uh, what i always feel about the black community is when they are making ground somebody hijacks it for their own purposes and own cause and that bothers me for the black community i always feel like you, you know you were being heard and it's it's not it's i don't lay the the blame at the feet because i know Black people that are very well-spoken, very intelligent, very, you know, they're not out there looting. They're not out pillaging. Um, you talk to them, they're, they're, you know, they will say exactly what I'm saying. Um, you know, and it's, it's that we don't want to see, um, you know, the, the movement hijacked. The, the peaceful protesting was where it was at, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I, I had to shut down some of the media just because it was, it was driving me nuts. You know? Yeah. What I, what I find really disturbing is right now on Facebook. So initially after George Floyd, you know, everyone is black lives matter across the board, across the board. Right. Cause you watch that video, dude, that is just the most jacked up video. It'll, it'll, it is. It's terrible. It'll ruin you watching that thing so everyone was you know black lives matters they're protesting for a reason cops are stupid right that's across the board now today now that it's been what a week and a half two weeks um they're like well george floyd went to jail in 2005 and he did this crime in 2007 he did this crime in 2009 he did this crime in really does that mean he's less of a person right does that mean we oh, he doesn't well, get due process? He, he's, like he's, he's a bad guy. Let's go ahead and put a knee on his right. neck for eight and a half minutes and kill him right in front of people because right. we can do whatever we want. Seriously. Like that's your, that's your argument. And like everyone going, you know, like we've had this conversation before and um, I don't remember who it was, but someone pointed it out to me. They're like, look, when white people hear black lives matters, they're hearing black lives matter more than yours. Mm. what black people mean when they say black lives matters is they're saying black lives matter. Also guys, right. like we're people too. Right. And it's the intent is heard different than it's being said. Right. And I mean, I've had my own, you know, you go back and you listen to all the race talks that we've had on the podcast. You'll see my transition, right? Cause I've had, if I were a politician, there is so much dirt on me on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't make it past the primary, right? But, that, but that's it, right? Like I saw someone post today and they said, you know, I, um, I've been a gospel preacher for a number. It was Noah Oldham, who I respect. You know, he's a good dude. And he said, you know, I've, I've been preaching all these years and I was always told that the worst of sinners, I'm told to that Jesus stands with open arms, you know, come repent. There's grace, there's love, there's transformation for you. And he goes, and, and I've been told to say that about 
you know, various groups over the years that I can't make a distinction. He goes, now I'm being told, no, make a distinction. You just purely give condemnation and anger to people that are racist. And he goes, you know what? I think I'm going to keep giving the same message. Come to Christ, the same gospel. Um, and that's our friend, A. David, who um, I greatly respect. Um, he's been an eye-opener for me. But also that he ends all of his statements, you know, and even posted something, then pulled it down and said, hey, there's no grace in that. So I pulled it down. But he's been amazing to me that no matter what he says, because that brother can deliver truth, but he always ends by saying, there's grace for you too. That's his his tagline at the end of it. And that to me is such a powerful reminder. You know, that guy that um, he started having dinner with KKK members. Yeah. And he's collected over 250 KKK robes and hoods because he says, your problem is you're ignorant. So I'm going to let you get to know me and we're going to talk. And he just started having dinners with them and they're like trophies. He's got all these trophies. And, you know, one of the things that <clears throat> Dahadi Lewis said, I think is really powerful is that, um, reconciliation, um, is, is, is where social justice gets to, um, you know, eventually like it, it social justice right now we're angry and we should be, and we were outraged. And I think the outrage was well-placed. Um, and, and, and however, what, what we're seeing is we're seeing a movement that's hijacked that, you know, black Americans want reconciliation. They, they don't, like you said, they, they're not saying, Hey, I want power. I want, they just want, equity, equality, they want, you know, all those things. And so um, one of the things that um, I think that Dahadi Lewis said that was really powerful is he says, you know, if, if all we talk about is justice and that's what like the Antifa and all those movements, if all we do is talk about justice, then he goes, there's a place where justice exists. In fact, that's all that exists there. And it's mm. called hell. And, you know, he went on to say, but, reconciliation is what the gospel brings. And and that's what you're seeing is you're seeing people calling for, for justice as they should, but it's not being balanced by, well, where do we go from here? So like um, the police being defunded and all that. And, you know, I, I don't have any great love for the, for the, the, the abuses of the police. There's been a lot of abuses, but, um, but I know policemen and I know police women and, for me, um, I think we have to be so careful right now as Christians, again, joining everybody's pendulum swing where now uh, I, I, I spoke with my sinning pastor, who is one of the, the Can best. Can you tell your wife I'd like one as well? Ooh, coffee, coffee going. Um, I, so, I heard the microwave. I'm like, oh, whatever it is, I'll take one. I'll take one. So, uh, but anyways, what what Bill Welsh and you can hear, you can hear him flagging right now. Afternoon podcast, one cup of coffee all day. Um, but Bill Welsh kind of said it this way. He said, look, um, he said, you know, I preached a sermon the other day and it was on, um, the whole thing. And he said, and I felt I, I preached it right. I felt like I preached the justice and the reconciliation, all that. And, and knowing Bill, I know he would have, right. He would have, he would have preached this really well. Um, and, and yet, you know, as he's telling me, he starts breaking out. He starts crying. He goes, you know, I, I, I got it wrong. You know, I, I left out. He goes, I preached three quarters of a message. I left out something very, very important. And he goes, I left out any appreciation for those that are on the front lines, that are our police officers, that are this and that. And, you know, he goes, I got this letter from this woman um, in my congregation where she said, my, my husband got back from Los Angeles after being 82 hours on the job. And, um, you know, she goes, he, so like he was up there, I I know he slept and all, but he just was up there for like 82 hours. He came home, he was wrecked, he was exhausted and he sat down and he turned on, he said, I just want to hear what Bill says. And he heard Bill really give um, the challenge, which was quite right to power, the challenge to the authorities, a challenge to that. And Bill just felt like that's where he had failed 
them. And I, and, and that, you know, as he was just crying, cause that dude's such a shepherd and he cares for his people. He felt, I failed that family, mm-hmm. you know, um, they, they needed, they needed encouragement and support too. And so I think we got to remember this, that reconciliation, you know, abolishing the police is you send, you're done. Right. Or, um, the government, you sing, you're done. Like, it's really interesting because the church gets chewed up for being told we're judgmental and we're this and that. And then when it comes to the world has the same thing, it's death by public opinion, it's, it's execution, it's, you know, and I am, by the way, just as you guys have heard this podcast a million times, you know where I stand on this. I mean, I am, I am so for... George Floyd, Black Lives Matter, and all that. But what I'm saying is, at some point, we we have to be careful. We do have to be careful that we don't go too far the one way. And that was Martin Luther King Jr.'s thing with everybody, as he was always saying, you know, um, you have to um, you have to make sure that you don't become the monster that you stood up against. You know. Yeah, I was. Uh I was on someone's post. I don't remember who it was. And, you know, people were starting to go off. And this one guy, I was really taken back. I don't know who he is. Never met the guy. Not a Facebook friend of mine. And he, he said, you know, a few little things. And he was clearly against Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, all of that. He was clearly, he was against it. In like three sentences, right? And then he says right underneath that, George Floyd, or he said, he's in hell. Like basically saying he was wow, a bad guy. He's in that's hell. That's terrible. And I was like, okay, first of all, let me let me let me take a little look here at who you are. So I click over right. on his page. Dude, it's enough to break your heart. He's a pastor. He's a pastor, a youth pastor. Like, I don't know. him. I mean, I don't know what kind of church he goes to. I don't know if, I don't know, man, but I was just like, man, you're representing Jesus out there. And this is, this is your take. And teaching kids to think that way too. It's terrible. You know, and that's, that's the thing too, is, you know, these kids, I, I keep, and, and I think even like, you know, Antifa and, you know, all the, the, the people writing and looting, um, I look at that and and it's discouraging, man. Like when you look out and you see all the people that are, um, you know, just, I mean, San Clemente, I don't know if I, I don't think Huntington Beach guy hit, but San Clemente in Orange County, like a bunch of white kids just looting surf shops and just look at it. They tried go, to do that on Main Street. Did you hear about that? No. It was great. All of the residents showed up, pushed them all back. Chuck Liddell from the UFC, a bunch of other UFC fighters were all oh, there. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's where they are, yeah. And when the cops showed up, everyone starts chanting, USA, 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 because it was Antifa. It wasn't Black Lives Matter that was trying <clears throat> right. to loot. It was that the Antifa right. guys who were trying well, to loot. Well, that's it. The Black Lives Matter crew hasn't hasn't been pulling that crap. So, you know, it, it's funny because, um, but when I look at that, again, I can... I don't know, like guys, I don't know if this is good, bad, or ugly, but normally we're, we're a bit more on our game on these podcasts, but you know, for, for me, cause I'm really struggling today. But, um, for me, I would say looking at even, even the, just the writers and the looters, I look at it and I, I see a bunch of young people that are disaffected and passionate and they want to fight and they've got all this energy and they've got this sense of justice. I know that sense of justice comes from the image of God within them, but they don't know what to do with it. You know, they're, they're taking it and they're, they're acting in ways and they're, they're buying into worldviews that, that they're so blinded. And I think of the Apostle Paul, right, who's very much that way, um, you know, rebel without a cause. You know, his, his cause was the wrong cause. Um, and so here, these guys, you know, they, they want to burn everything down. They've got this, this boogeyman in their mind and I'm no great lover of, you know, corrupt governments or anything like I'm with them on that. But at the same time, you kind of, you, you look at it and you go, you know, there was generation, you know, a few decades ago that had all these same feelings and were rioting and were doing all this 
you had the 60s. And out of the 60s birthed the Jesus movement with these same disaffected, disenchanted, um, dead-end young people that society said, we don't know what we're going to do with these guys. And I just, the other night when I was just watching one of these videos, like I said, I've shut it down. I pray sometimes I'm watching it. And I just was watching it and going, come on, Lord, you know, pull, pull these youth. Like, I want these to be the next wave of apostles and prophets and evangelists that they find their cause, that they're mobilized for Christ. Imagine that energy being harnessed. Imagine that testimony that could come out of that. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, were you expecting me to say something more than yep? Yep. Yeah. I need you to say more than yep today. (laughs) That's all I got, baby. That's all I got right there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that that's my hope, man, is the the conditions are very identical to to the precursors to revival, you know, 40, 50 years ago. And many of the people now, funny enough, that were uh leading the protests those decades ago are now the ones that are tuned into Fox News and angry at everything, you know, and uh those liberals and you know can't understand for the life of them why someone would go out and protest and loot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't you know, I think a lot of it is uh well, a lot of the looting is clearly not race related, not struggle no, related. Definitely it not. is it is the natural progression of what has happened to this country of being yeah. locked up for months. It is. Yeah, I agree. Having no job to be able to go to. Maybe they're making more money on unemployment right now than they were when they were working to begin with. Right. They can't go anywhere. They can't do anything depending on what, what uh, city you're in. I mean, you literally would get arrested if you left your house. I mean, that was happening to people. So it's like, what, what do they think was going to happen in this scenario? I mean, it was like everything was doused with gasoline. Yeah. And it didn't even take, I mean, that was like a hand grenade, the George Floyd thing. It didn't even take something that big. And everything was just going to light yeah, up. There was a powder fire. keg ready to go off. I mean, yeah. and, and I remember Dr. Drew saying this, right? Where he just said, look, you, you do this and the consequences of this are going to be worse than the disease, you know? And um, you said this a bunch of times, but it was interesting to me that the psychologists the virologists went, you know, were, were they, they could, anything they said was like the Ten Commandments dropping down from heaven. Right. But as soon as the psychologist spoke up and said, you know, there is another aspect to this that I think you need to hear, they went unheeded. They went unheard. No, but nobody took what the psychologist, psychologists all over are saying, this is not going to be good. We're just warning you. You cannot put people in isolation for this long and expect it to be okay. It's not going to go well. Right. So, Especially in a country like America where we're used to freedom. Other countries where they don't have freedom and they locked everybody up, it's kind of like, well, you know, we're always locked up. Yeah. And I, I would say, happen. I would say even like the British psyche, British psyche is really interesting because they're used to being inside because of the weather. Like they're, they're on constant lockdown. It's like when you see those memes go around where military people are like, you know, it's like Kermit in a bunk, you know, or whatever, like, Hey, I'm used to this. I was in the Navy, (laughs) you know, I'm used to being in a little teeny space or I was, I was a prisoner, you know, half of refuge Long Beach was like, Oh, we got this, you know, but then I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know, but I thought it was going to be good. Hey, you, it was going to be good. You preached for refuge, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Did and, you do it on uh, Zoom or was it Facebook? I did. I did on Zoom and their feed messed up. And uh, so I started reading Martin Luther King Jr.'s letter from a Birmingham jail, which is one of my favorite pieces of literature. I quote it back in Church Zero. If you've never read that thing, you need to grab it. But it started petering out right when I was reading that letter. And uh he has that one part of that where he says, you know, the church used to be powerful mm. and um, it's so good. I should read that now. That would be, that would be a better thing than me trying to make up stuff to say. <laughs> than you trying to pull off a podcast? 
trying to pull off a podcast afternoon, afternoon podcast, which we know is a no go, which we didn't think about today. I didn't think about it till I got here. I always do, but I'm like, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't me that dropped the ball. (laughs) I was ready. It was me. It was me. And uh, I like how when you call me, you're like, hey, uh, can you start the podcast early? No. (laughs) Okay. You, You must be working out right now. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no, you go like this. You go, this is Pete. And I, I'm thinking, he knows it's me. <laughs> I was doing my last set, man. I was like, I got it. I got it. Why are you bothering me, man? I got one more yeah. set to do. Yeah. And, and I, and I, and I make some joke and he goes, this is Pete. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> he is not in the mood. Actually, it wasn't that. What happened was I had uh, my wireless earplugs in. And so when I answered the phone, it didn't, like it didn't take the call and I had oh. to press a button. So I didn't hear what you said. And that's oh. why I was like, all right. all right." That's funny. That's Can funny. you start it early? No. <laughs> I was like, then, then later I'm like, Hey, I could do it at two or I could do it at 10. And you're like now. And I didn't see that forever. Well, so. I didn't see your text until like 10, 15. So then I said now, and then you didn't see that till 10 30. So anyway, Oh man, my life has been a just, I feel like conjunction junction. What's your function, man? I'm just like train car to train car to train car right now. So yeah, it's uh, it's been busy. What's been up with you, man? I know I know we're talking about our topic and we're supposed to be. Uh, My wife's birthday was this week. That's why she went shopping the other day. Oh, and uh, I get a few months of every day asking her. By the way, how old are you? Because that's the few months that she's older than me, and she oh, hates nice. that. Nice. And I gotta be like, hey, how old are you? Oh, because I'm not that old. Likes that. She likes being My a wife, shielder. She does. Yeah. She's six months older than me and she digs it. She reminds me all the time that I need I to tell Jamie she, she robbed the cradle. She robbed That's the cradle nice. and she got me. Nice. Yeah. We're the same age. So I, I told you I, I lost a year, right? I thought I was like, I'm 47 now. I thought I was 47 already all last year. Some people I was 47. She's like, no, you're not 47. Math is not my strong Dude. suit. You're an idiot. Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard someone say. Oh, dude, dude. All oh, last man, year, man. I was telling people I was older than I really was. Who does that? <laughs> Who does Dumb that? Dumb and dumber, dude. <laughs> Straight out of Dumb and Dumber. I got to pee, man. Just go. Just go. <laughs> uh, some movies uh, are better than others. Yeah, I so- have brother. I haven't. Yeah, so uh, I, I just can't. I can't. This podcast, I can't. So that's all That's all I got, man. That's all I got on that. And it was meant to be that we were going to say intelligent things about this, but, um, what, you know, to sum up, all I would say well, is... I, I, no, let's not sum it up. Here's what I want to ask. What do you think the members of church, I mean the global church, not some meeting that happens on Sunday, what should they be doing right now, in your opinion? I think I think we should be praying. Um, I, I believe in peaceful protesting. I was really proud of every Christian I knew that went to a protest. Um, <clears throat> and you didn't say the same thing to me when I was protesting the, uh, the the lockdown. But anyway, go on. Well, you know, I I think that the the protest was good. Um, you know, I was happy for that. Um, I think every pastor that used their voice to speak on behalf of black brothers and sisters. That was good. I I don't think we're out of the woods. I think we will find this happening again and again. Um, I think we will find it happening for other ethnicities, um, people from Asian backgrounds, people from uh, Hispanic backgrounds. Um, This is, this is the black community we're talking about. Um, There, there's a lot of prejudice and injustice against people of other ethnicities, Arabs, um, and, and, and I guess, you know, kind of what we need to do is, <clears throat> sorry, now my voice is going, what we need to do is, you know, use the platform that we have. And I think I said this last week, like you, you on one hand, being silent is wrong. You know, it was, it was Bonhoeffer that said to be silent in the face of evil is itself evil. So we needed to speak up, but also too, what I didn't need, and I don't think anyone else needed was white people to pontificate about this. Um, what you think is a white person, right? Um, what really has happened is, you know, we've been able to get people that, at least for me, I've just 
on social media, I pretty much just broadcast what other people of color have said, um, what they feel. I've tried to advocate and give a voice, almost like a megaphone, use my platform to, um, you know, broadcast their message. And that's a balance that I took. So I think that's really important. I also think um, educating yourself, um, coming in, you know, uh, black culture has been educated on white culture forever. Um, you know, it, it was only during this recent swath of Marvel movies that, that black people got their own movies, superhero movies. Imagine growing up and your, your ethnicity, they never had a superhero of your ethnicity, you know? Um, even in the comic books, you know, most of them were white people or, you know, most of the books you studied in school were written by white people about white people. Um, you know, most of your cartoons are white people. So, you know, that's the world you grow up in. The movies you go to see are all white people, you know? Um, so what I think is good right now is for us as white people to start immersing ourselves um, in some of the literature and the, the things that are common to the black community and culture. And you can Google that. You can learn about it. There are books that are meant to be eye openers like the hate you give. And then there's just television shows, you know, um, there's, you know, I remember growing up because when I grew up, the shows that came on were the Jeffersons, Good Times, What's Happening. Those were all on like three in a row, which is pretty rad, you know, because I watch all those. In fact, still to this day, it's so in my in my psyche that when I say people a lot, I, you probably you probably know this. I'll go, hey, 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 you know, from from rerun and Raj and you know all that. So, but the thing is, is that there's so much more to learn right? Like people are starting to have their eyes open by what's been posted. There's the, the rabbit hole goes deeper. And then as the church, I think what I got from my sinning pastor was let's be careful not to hop on bandwagons. Um, let's be careful not to um, slam police when you're sitting there and a guy in your congregation is a cop. And what did you just do to him? You know, you're you're in that pulpit speaking for God. Speak about speak against injustice. Speak against racism. Advocate for the marginalized. Advocate advocate for the weak. But be very careful that you're also not giving voice to um, hate speech, because I I'm now finding hate speech coming the other way, and and so I think we have to. Um, we have to, to be careful, like I said. And so I would say, you know, the, the last thing, and I don't know if this is the first thing I say because it's an afternoon podcast and I'm, I'm gone, I'm toast. But the, the whole idea of just prayer right now, taking action, all those things I said, definitely take action, but also pray. It's like when Paul talks about standing in the armor, he says, above all else, pray. And that would be my thing, above all else, Pray. When, like I was saying, when I'm watching a Facebook video, I'm praying because otherwise it's, it's too much. It breaks my heart. It depresses me. Um, pray, you know, on all occasions, like Paul said, um, pray without ceasing. Walk through this and process everything by going to God as you're seeing it, as you're hearing it. Don't process this on your own. You know, um, take God with you into whatever you're seeing, because a lot of it is designed to get an emotional response and trigger you. And depending on what you're seeing is going to trigger you a different way. And I just think we are, we do not walk according to the flesh and the futility of our minds. We walk according to the spirit. Our minds are to be renewed. And I want to think God's thoughts. I want to look at those young people trashing a store and I want to see them the way God sees them. Mm. I don't want to hate them. I don't want to go blow them away. I don't want to search and troll the internet for videos of shop owners with guns so I can think, yeah, it'd be good to blow one of those little boogers away. You know, I, I don't want to think like that. And it's so natural for me to think that way. Does that make sense? I want to yeah. see revival and I want to get on my knees and say, kingdom come, Lord. Um, we're in a crisis and the nation's bleeding and we need you to come into this Lord. And, yeah. and I don't think we're far off from that actually. Well, when you're doing all this praying, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. 
Yes. Uh, I don't know if that transition could ever work after. I mean, by the way, that was a really good chunk of, of monologue there. That was good. Sorry. It was monologue it. too. No, it, it was, was very tired monologue. You can tell I'm just spent. I'm at the end of my day. I'm spent. It was, it was good though. Yeah. And I thought that would be the perfect way to ruin it. Is. If only the rest of the podcast was good, Pete. I, I doubt few listeners will ever make it to that part of the monologue. We actually had more listeners uh, last month than almost any other month. Yeah, that's because of my exponential podcast. They're all jumping over now. <laughs> Just teasing. I was going to say, well, then we should really put on a better podcast. No kidding, right? So uh, definitely today, this this will be one that I'll... On our 400th episode, I'll go, hey, remember that podcast we did? And it was really, really bad. It was afternoon. We swore before we would never do an afternoon We're podcast. We're not good. Again. We're not good. We're just afternoon. not good. And we know it. We're always this terrible. We're a morning show. That's really We're a morning show. Yes. Pete and Peyton in the morning. Right? We could do that. Just like when Dr. Walter Martin's daughter was going <laughs> to give us a radio show. Uh I think if you listen to our podcast, you're not going to want to give us a radio show. That's integrity. That's integrity. I told her. I I'm warned so her about us. that you warned her off of us. I know she was going to put us on radio in Minneapolis, funny enough, for, for free. She was going to broadcast us to the entire state for free. And I said She no. needed content, and we provide content. It was the whole Great Lakes area. I'm going to make it bigger as we go. And Canada. No, I'm teasing. But no, it was. It was we would have been area. international. Dang it. We would have finally gotten that principality in Sealand. First church plant, international space station. I'm there. I'm going to plant it. And then Mars. I came up on one of your posts. Do you remember that this week? No. I have no idea so, what you're talking about. Yeah. You posted me in something and then the conversation kind of went south. As it does on your posts. But, uh, well, Pete, you know, when I'm doing all that praying, I don't have time for doing my church's finances. So what I like to do is call Josh Henry. He never prays. I get him Whoa! to do. <laughs> I get. Yeah, it's not liked, true. He liked the podcast, meaning he was watching it on Facebook. If he stuck around. He was? Yes. If oh, he stuck man. around. I doubt he you did. You just lost us another sponsor. I doubt. Dang it. The one sponsor we had. Okay. Um, listen, Josh Henry prays all the time. Without ceasing, in fact. He prays the most, more than anybody. Ask all the generals. They'll tell you. They'll tell you he prays. But anyways, um, <laughs> so I'm making myself laugh over here. But Josh Henry leads SimplifiedChurch.com. And if you go over there, they will take care of all your bookkeeping needs, your tax compliance needs. They even have virtual assistance, Pete. Wow. Virtual yeah. assistance. Oh, wait, wait, where do I get them again? Virtual reality is the future of the church beat. Peyton Jones said it on the church punter podcast with Star oh. Wars in the background. Yes. Yes. And you go to simplifychurch.com, Pete. That's where you go. Now, do I spell out D O T com or is it the little period com? I would like to get that as a website. Dot com. Dot com. Uh, Russell Brunson had it. I think he did. Yeah, that's he had .com, .com. Oh, man, that's that was great. The, that was the name of his company before or something like that? That's the best web domain and company name freaking ever. Uh, if I, I had that, disagree. this is where I'd be. I would have literally... Oh, Roomba. <laughs> I, I I think I hit Roomba on accident with my chair here. She, she see, lives behind me. Did you see that meme where... Uh, uh, does anybody know what happens? My Roomba... I left my door open and my Roomba got out and I can't find it anymore. You know, what happens in the wild and someone goes, <laughs> uh, don't worry, it'll be dead soon. Nature hates a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I thought it was pretty good. That's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. I share right. one or two funny memes on my uh, Facebook page. What? I share one or two funny memes on my Facebook. Oh, page. dude, that's that's not only. I mean, it never fails. The other day, I was actually shocked. I saw this really funny meme, and I'm like, ha ha ha, Pete. And as I scrolled down, it wasn't you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of shocked. Like that had Pete Mitchell written all over it. One of my favorite is uh, it's one of the pages I'm on it. I, I don't know which one it is. And every day for the last three months. 
it's been the scene from Groundhog Day. And he goes, well, it's quarantine day again. (laughs) (laughs) Every day for three months. So good. So good. Yeah, dude, I got to go. Roomba's about to eat my foot. Well, I don't, I don't, Never mind. I'm going to pull back on what I was going to say. That's a uh, good thing. Afternoon podcast. Very wise. Why don't Very you go wise. ahead and close this out, Maestro? Well, guys, if you want to reach the ones that Roomba's not reaching, you need to go where Roomba's not going and do what Roomba ain't doing. And with that, we'll see you next time. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks for joining us for another weekly episode of the Church Planner Podcast with Pete Mitchell and Peyton Jones. We'd love to hear your comments on this episode of the Church Planner Podcast. Visit us online and let us know what you thought at churchplannerpodcast.com. If you subscribe to us via iTunes and have enjoyed the podcast, leave us a positive review. The more positive reviews we receive in iTunes, the more iTunes will promote us to other church planners who would benefit from this show. This podcast is brought to you by the Church Planner Magazine, which is available in the iTunes newsstand or online via churchplannermagazine.com. Music